You're listening to a University of Warwick podcast. For more information on the university, please visit warwick.ac.uk. Martin Day is the senior partner of Lee Day and specialises in international environment and product liability claims, often as group actions. He is an executive committee member of the Society of Labour Lawyers, a director of Greenpeace Environmental Trust and a member of the Association of Professional Injury Lawyers. In July 2014, Day received an honorary Doctor of Laws from the University of Warwick. Here he is speaking to GB Jenkins. Martin, welcome. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Firstly, what are you currently working on? The biggest case I'm currently doing is we are suing Shell, the big oil company, uh, in London in relation to a massive oil spill, in fact two spills in 2008-2009 in the Niger Delta uh, in the south of Nigeria. And uh, we represent 15,000 primarily fishermen who, as a result of these massive spills, have been unable to fish since then. Uh, We say that the oil spill has massively devastated the area, that they can't fish, and we are suing Shell, uh, looking to try and get compensation and also for the area to be cleaned up. We're due to go to trial next year, so it's becoming more and more intense in the build-up to that. Many, many experts. We've trialled the last three or four months, and uh, it's one of the great pleasures of my life, suing the pants off multinationals. And um, following on from that, I mean, you've represented a large number of and range of claimants in environmental law and corporate responsibility cases. Which ones are you most proud of? I think there are two that really come to mind. When I first set up my law firm in the late 80s, a case came to us about the kids living around the nuclear facility at Sellafield in the northwest of England. And uh, there was a massive excess of uh, childhood leukaemia in the area. And there seemed a very strong link between parents, dads particularly, working in the plant and kids getting leukaemia. So we sued British Nuclear Fuels, who were responsible for for the plant. And it was a massive battle, absolutely massive battle. lasted a year in trial. And uh, in the end, we lost. But it was one of the most fantastic times as a lawyer just the intellectual challenge, the drive, representing some of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life. And some of the most sad times as well, one of our clients very sadly died right in the middle of it all. And, you know, something that sticks with me every day of my life. Uh, So even though we lost, it was still something I feel very proud of, that we gave it absolutely our all. We were a tidgy little firm taking on one of the magic circle, massive law firms of Britain, Freshfields, and we gave them an absolute massive run for their money. The second case that really strikes is we took on Trafigura, enormous uh, uh, oil trader, one of the largest oil traders in the world, uh, in relation to some toxic waste that was dumped in the Ivory Coast back in 2006. And we represented 30,000 people from the Ivory Coast in that claim. And we were successful to get them compensation out of a very, very tough company. And it was a real battle royale. They didn't give a single inch along the way. And again, you know, one of the great pleasures of being a litigator is when you're going head to head uh, and you end up winning. And it was when we succeeded getting compensation for our clients in uh, 2009, seeing the faces on those 30,000 people will again be something I'll never forget. We didn't get them a mass amount of money. It was a lot of money for them over there. But it was just for them the feeling of justice, that at long last justice had been done. It was an absolute massive pleasure. Talking of pleasure, what makes you happy? 
Well, I love the litigation. You know, I really enjoy, you know, that we are we built up to pretty sizable law firm that we can take on the likes of BP and Shell and Anglo-American, some of the biggest companies in the, in the world, never mind in Britain. And that uh, they can't out finance us. So, you know, I like the fact that we are built up to a size where we can take them on. You know, we can, in our Nigerian fishing cases, I, I started doing it because I got an email totally out of the blue from a fisherman in Nigeria saying, Dear Mr. Day, uh, I've been searching for a lawyer to try and help us because we can't fish anymore. Can you, can you help? And the idea that that one email has brought about this massive case, millions and millions of pounds being spent on it, I think that's a fabulous part of our system. But... The other side of what I really enjoy, and it ties in a bit to why I'm here today, Warwick, is that we have tons of people in their 20s and 30s coming to us. And I really love to see them thrive. You know, I love to give people the opportunity to... A lot of my teams are traveling at the moment. I've got a team in Sierra Leone, one in Colombia. I've got a team in Nigeria. I've got some more people in South Africa. You know, and I love to see them thriving, giving them an opportunity to kind of do the work that they're absolutely desperately keen to do. And seeing them grow and develop and taking on responsibility and thriving with it, I think, and as you get older and you don't feel like you need to do everything yourself, seeing the people under you grow and develop, I think, is one of the massive pleasures of my working life. Thank you. Next year, we will be celebrating 50, 50 years, and um, we'll be looking to our successes, but we'll also be looking forward. What do you think the big challenges and, and the opportunities are going to be over the next five decades? It's a com complicated and confusing time. I mean, what we've seen over the last 10 years, I think, is a, a world where opportunity arises more and more, but dangers in lots of kind of subtle ways arise as well. And I see it with my teams going out. You know, one has to be extremely careful. You know, the more and more countries you need to be more and more wary of, rather sadly. So I think that kind of balance between... You know, one sees with Warwick, you know, I don't follow it absolutely closely, but you see what an entrepreneurial and... Uh, uh, really go for it sort of university it is and I'm very proud of that side of it and I can only imagine that that will continue to develop but you know you there will also need to be a little bit cautious in this kind of uh, complicated uh, and confusing at times world but I, I think for me I think that uh, Warwick has got a fabulous name and you know when I say to people I'm from Warwick if they have a part of the conversation you know it always resonates you know it's not one of those universities where you're thinking where the hell's that uh, you know, people resonate, they know about it. And I think getting that name more widely known around the world, I think will open more and more opportunities to the university. And I think that, uh, you know, from my own experience here and from what I've seen from other people who I've known have been to Warwick, it's very rarely you come across somebody who hasn't got good things to say about the university. So I think spreading that message, making sure that people around the world know about it and have the opportunity to come here. And, you know, just kind of walking around today, you see such a diverse... Uh, audience in terms of the graduates uh, graduating today it's an absolute pleasure to see a university that sees itself as a major part of the world scene and I can but say you know I'd just like to see that develop ever more. Thanks. Um, you're joining those graduates today getting an honorary degree from Warwick and you'll be giving a speech and kind of a motivation to those graduates what words of wisdom are you going to share with them? I think I was, I'm going to explain a little bit about what, why it was such an important part of my life and kind of the kind of light bulbs that went off in my head that when, uh, when I was here. 
But I think the most important thing, I think, is to, to have self-confidence. And I think that what I see kind of looking back, you know, I'm now 57, you kind of look back a bit more in terms of, uh, you know, how life has developed. And I see, as I was saying earlier, about the younger people in my own firm that have confidence in yourself, that obviously learn from people who are older and more experienced than you, but at the same time have confidence about your own skills because the younger people bring skills that I will never have. You know, a good example is social networking. You know, in a law firm today, having people who understand the processes can build on that in a way that we oldies will never, you know, simply because it's not part of our era. So, you know, we're just never going to have those same contacts that have confidence that you're bringing to whatever you're doing, that you're bringing experience and skill that will be very useful for wherever you're doing. Don't just think that you're just some low, you know, low part of whatever the process is. Have confidence in yourself uh, and go for what you feel is right. And I think that they will do extremely well. And I think having uh, the benefit of being a graduate from Warwick should mean that everybody coming out of here has that uh, self-confidence that I think you need to really make your, your life a good one. Thank you very much. And Pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. My pleasure.